What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 15, I think, of Smiles for Miles. It's me, Smiles, and like I said, uh, we got a host. Well, I'm sorry, not a host, obviously. You got the host, you got me. We got a special guest this week. We got my man, Ryan McMahon, Birdhouse. What's up, man? How you doing? Good, man. Thanks, for, yeah. thanks for having me to chat a little bit, have a beer, have a wine. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So uh, first, I just want to apologize to everybody that, that's uh, listening in, because I know last week I said I was going to have a guest. Everything was lined up, and then as last minute as last minute could be, uh, they couldn't make it. So I tried doing a podcast by myself, but I had everything planned for a guest, and it was 15 minutes of garbage that nobody needs to see. So we just scrapped it last week coming through with an awesome um awesome guest this week hopefully awesome conversation so what's up man what have you been up to i've been pretty much this zoom meetings uh phone calls and that it doesn't doesn't really get any more exciting than that you know yeah my life has really consisted of like waking up checking my emails literally hopping on a phone call making coffee and then just repeat the whole day yeah so, that's what's up, bro. But I'm, that's a good that's a good problem to have, though. Like, yeah, I'm and th- yeah, I'm very thankful, especially like during this time. Like a lot of people don't, not a lot of people. People are working now, but like a lot of people didn't have jobs or like things really slowed down. In a way, for me, it kind of sped up because yeah. with like the online marketing and like social media stuff I do for people, it um that was like the biggest need at the beginning for musicians and artists in quarantine. It was just like, yo, we fucking need um just help everybody needed yeah. everybody needed live streams because everything. Well, everything everything went digital like they're like it, not that everything wasn't going digital but it like 100 everything digital now exactly like if it, you weren't on all the platforms if you weren't doing everything you were already behind and then once the the lockdown hit it was like if you're not on it now you you better learn because yeah yeah so yeah um, that happened 100 what have you been doing for artists um, as far as uh, interacting with, like, as, as far as, like, ways for them or help for them to interact with fans? Because I know, you know, the big, when quarantine first, because we're coming up on, like, it's like a year of quarantine, I think, right? Oh, yeah. End of, end of, whoa, like, probably in a February, week. the end yeah. of February, they said it was, like, the 15 days or whatever to, yeah that's stop it or something so all the kids from spring spring break were like oh sick we get an extra week of spring break and it's like yeah or make it a whole year why not Uh, i remember like because so i like because i don't watch the news or whatever and i remember people going like oh the coronavirus i was like bro chill it's gonna be like what was it uh the swine flu and h1n1 i was like it's a little bit of scare and it's over and they were i remember somebody was like bro they canceled the nba and i was like i'm shit it's over it's over it's over they canceled the nba is done but um yeah when like when when uh when everything first started popping off with okay we got to do it all online now um everybody was saying live stream live stream and then instagram started cracking down on the live streams because you can't do copyrighted music you know and i think a lot of people in general like the live stream just doesn't it just doesn't work for some people you know what i mean um so what what have you been doing for for the artists so i guess yeah how many artists are you really working with right now to give people kind of an idea let's at first first let's back it up i apologize let's break down what you do for people yeah so um 
first and foremost, and like my main goal is an artist manager for music artists and that stuff. So I'm always working towards, I work with um, my baby development project, my, my favorite artist in the world, Maya Delilah. She's from London, England, killer guitarist, killer singer, killer songwriter. Um, so like I've been helping develop her and manage her, take her to where she wants to be. I just picked up a new artist I found, um, started working with her. Her name's Michal Leah. She's from Boston, beautiful voice. So that's like my passion is like helping develop an artist and get them where they want to be. Um, so that's one side of it. The other side is like I do um, social media marketing, digital marketing, just literally anything social media, I help a ton of artists out, whether it's just taking one-off calls with them, helping them monthly, helping them set up for releases, that whole nine yards. So that's a lot of where my day consists. And then like other little odd jobs fill in the gaps uh -huh. doing that. So, okay. So to bring it back then when COVID hit and now like continuing in or whatever, what are you doing uh, or what kind of direction or help are you giving suggesting for 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 digital interaction for your artists yeah so that's interesting because i've artists will come to me and like okay well i need to get more followers I need to get more engagement like what's the secret and it's like yes i i know i've learned a lot from what i do and just doing what i do but at the end of the day there's no secret it's like every artist is different every artist has to go at their own for sure marketing different um it, and the the main thing I tell everybody is just like consistency. If you're not being consistent, yeah, you're, you're behind. You're not gonna work. Um, so it's just like I I really enjoy learning about an artist when I first meet them, and it's not just like hey hire me and I'll help you do this. It's like no, let's hop on a call. Let me help you out for a week and let's chat about what we can do. And then from there, right. like if you like what you're doing, I like what I'm doing. I like you as an artist. I like you as a person. Let's continue this. Let's do this because I believe in you. You believing in you as in like a person, your brand and your music. So it, it all uh -huh. has to come together because there's some people where it's just like, it, I'm not supporting the music or it's like, it, it's just, you don't have the, the social media side of thing. You just don't have the personality for it or you're not willing to do it. It's, I don't mean that in a harsh way. It's just, everybody's different. And for me to learn about them, I can help them build the best approach for them, if that makes right. sense. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I definitely think that it's, you know, not a good idea to look for like, a, what's the, the secret or whatever, exactly. you know? Um, but like, so like for me, at least, uh, what I've seen and what I've seen, you know, with a few artists that I've talked to to kind of like, you know, that they, they want some help or whatever. And, um, I feel like, uh, you know, it depends in your genre, but like in the rap field more so, um, like trailers, I always suggest like make, make a trailer, not, not even a trailer account, post it to your Instagram, you yeah. know, um, but like weekly, weekly trailers, yeah, TikToks. Um, and I know you gave me the idea, which is, you know, I, I implement it very poorly in my own you know, music career, but like for other artists, I definitely am good at telling them, um, get TikTok and don't like push your music. Just don't push your music on TikTok. Be yourself. And that, like, I feel like that's like a, um, you know, everybody, every successful artist, like, and I, when I would read interviews with them and they would say like, how do you, 
you know, everybody for, for upcoming artists, what would you say? And they always would say, just be yourself. As cliche as it sounds or whatever, as dumb as it sounds, be yourself. And like social media, especially TikTok, especially TikTok. Um, being yourself is now, like you said, they don't have, some people don't have the personality for it or whatever, but like, you know, being vulnerable now, I yeah. think is even more like, it's even, it's expected, you know, at a, at a certain level, like. Yeah. And, and I don't even want to say like people that don't have a personality, I don't mean that harshly, but like, okay, here we go. It's, it's like, if, if you're not the best in front of a camera, there's ways around that. Maybe you're really good at production. Maybe you're really good. You make, you sample loops and you do live loops. Maybe that's what you put out and show the world. You show your, the world that talent and you mix those talents in with things going on in the world, whether it's a funny meme audio clip or a news clip or a trending song. Like if you're chopping up beats and remixing them, do that, put it online because it's something people can relate to. And it's also something that like you're really good at. So it adds those two things together and like, boom, that, see, that's what I love doing is getting to know someone. Cause then it's like, Hey, take these two things. This is popular and you're good at this, put it together. People enjoy it. I'm going to turn off my notifications here. This is just getting annoying. But, um, back and, uh, with, um, the live streams, I, and very in between on those because at the very beginning everybody was doing them it was like right here's how you get music out it's just like a live show and it's like it's great and it was great at the beginning and it still is great but it's lost its value it's not the same and yeah. then a lot of these bigger companies which i i respect them for doing but like they started doing ticketed live shows online and it's like it's great but at the end of the day unless you're really, really a fan of that artist, you're either going to just join someone else's live stream that's free or you'll wait for more clips to be posted that they just post later. It's right. not going to be necessarily, unless you're like Post Malone, unless you're, you know, someone big that can really pull an audience, it's your Instagram live streams, the same thing. Right. The other thing I noticed was the retention on live streams online is not long. Not um, long at all the one artist I manage, Michal Leah, she, she does it very well. She goes live on TikTok a lot and she gets a lot of viewers, a lot of interaction, which is great. And she'll sing a verse and a chorus of a song and then talk. She'll engage, she'll give her personality. And that is so valuable nowadays online. Yeah. It's not just like, nowadays you're not, we have social media. You're not just going to a record label, showing them your music, being like, oh, that's really good. We can sell this. No, it's like you, your personality is out there for the world to see. People need something yeah. to bite into and cling on to. And that personality online is almost more important than the music sometimes. I was going to say it's, it's, you know, with the social media. And it's crazy because some people, you know, like, um, like Playboy Cardi, right? His online persona, same with Kendrick is so minimal and it's so mysterious. They pretty much don't exist online, but when they post mm -hmm. and the whole world stops and pays attention to it, you know? Um, unfortunately, if you're not Kendrick or you're not Playboy Cardi or you're not an artist of that caliber, like you just don't have that luxury. Exactly. Like that, that's not gonna happen. Mm -hmm. So, and I, cause I know some artists that, you know, go like, that's how they move. like. And they're just not big social media people, which is fine because, you know, some people like if you're really big, like 
it doesn't even have to be wrapped like in the streets but like if you're just big like by word of mouth if people just know who you are outside of social which a lot of artists do yeah you know yeah, exactly but you got to build that up somehow and you're- but you got and that's the thing is and and especially if you want to take it to like a label or a professional level you want to book shows even you can't book shows just because people like me a lot of people you have to nowadays you like have to be able to prove you know people and what's love. wild to me is um you know i do like I do a lot of sessions with people that like, like I don't know who they are, not in like, not in a rude way or whatever, but like, I just haven't heard of them before. And I just check my DM. Somebody's like, yo, I heard about you through so-and-so. Can I book? Sure. And like, I can't, it's so funny. It's like, be authentic on the internet, but be on the internet a lot so that people know who you are so that it, you know, and you have to have this like, clout you kind of have to have a, a certain level of like if if you see an artist with less than ten thousand followers you're kind of like eh. like five thousand is kind of the minimum right exactly. and there's and that's the tricky part because there are some artists that have 10 15 000 followers that are crushing it but they don't have the followers then there's people i see that have hundred thousand followers but their streams are shit and it's like Whoa. it depends on their demographic in that sense, uh-huh. where, how old are your fan base? Where, where's your fan base from? Are they listening on the radio? Are they listening just through streams? Are they, are people hearing your song in what the hell is the show? Um, love, are they what's hearing your song on Love Island? Are they finding it that way? Like, where are they finding your music and how are they accessing it? Yeah. And it, yeah. and it, yeah, social media, it really is, a, it's different for everyone. And it's so hard for people to, you to just be like, hey, do this and it'll work because it's not like that. What, what one artist right. does will not work for the other. You can take parts of it in little bits and pieces and kind of add it together to shape your own. But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. like you got to figure out, you got to post a hundred times. It's like on TikTok, you're going to post a hundred times and 90 of them aren't going to work. But those 10 that do really work, you're going to gain a lot of fans from it. And then you just have to take those 10, dissect it and be like, okay, what do I what do? Work? exactly and like okay this worked i did this i was doing this here put it all together and start building off of that content right um yeah no i think yeah social media i don't know it's crazy it's just crazy how big of a of a factor it's become in everything but um for the people that might not be the you know artists on the forefront or because like you know i like talking to everybody you know and it's at the point like where you know you're surrounded by, I'm sure it's the same for you. You know, you're surrounded by music so, so much. You know, I love talking to people that like, don't give a fuck about music. Honestly, you know what I mean? Like yeah. people that do their own thing that are like, I'm, I gotta like, um, like, uh, like my one boy uh, works for Tesla, right? That he actually, it's not Kai, but I think he knows kind of, but uh, works for Tesla. Dude doesn't care anything about music, you know? Like another one of my friends works at Barnes & Noble. He's a manager at bar. He doesn't know, he listens to like Morrissey. Like that's all he knows. He yeah. doesn't know anything else or whatever. And I oh, love yeah. talking with those people yeah. and people that are trying to do their own thing. So I'd like to, you know, for the podcast, like I really kind of like to expand it to 
just anybody that's doing yeah uh, and like an independent hustle yeah and the other thing is just bringing it back to music is like i i, I kind of see it a lot in rap is like people are just catering and trying to do things that they know their friends or their peers are doing when really like nowadays as an artist the world is your your market it's not just like you're rapping to people in pittsburgh you're rapping to people in america like the world you you're on the internet you have the world at your fingertips and you need to realize that like you don't just want other people that are obsessed with rap or other rappers or other hip-hop to be into your music you want people everyday people to be into your music because those are the people that are gonna kind of show their friends they're just into the music they're not into the business or the creative right right like it's it's just that the world is your market and that's what a lot of people i don't want to say fail to realize but don't take advantage of it's you- definitely something and i you know like i was saying like trying to expand like I, you know in all fields i feel like that's something that people don't realize people i think focus like even though we have the internet and we have this power people i think still focus on um like the old ways of doing things like i gotta i gotta be famous or get get big in my hometown first like i'll be honest with you my streams for this project that i just put out okay okay it's it honestly it's got to be maybe 20 percent are from pittsburgh maybe mm-hmm. 20 might might be less might be more but I, I i guarantee you it's not over 30 yeah and that's that's kind of, that's good in a way you don't it it is and, more- you know it, and it's like uh some city in in Canada, like by Winnipeg, is like my most streamed for it. I've got a, like uh, Denver, Colorado, someplace in Minnesota, Wisconsin, like, and I think it is most definitely, especially in rap. Mm-hmm. And people, again, across the board, have a tendency, I think, to like follow trends or follow what they think is safe or what they like, because you, as people. If you know something works, like it works. Why? And I think that's how people see it. And it's like, you know, because I always tell people like, I love capitalism so much. Like I love the shit out of capitalism. But at the same time, when it gets involved with art, with something that like I really believe in art form, you know what I'm saying? Like with music, especially if you look at rap. Yeah. Like art is like its own thing. You know, and and when you have art, you can experiment, you can take your time with it, you can create. But when it becomes like a commodity, like now that there's money in it, like there's money in rap, people just look at how can I copy what is successful and which works in like a free market in capitalism. But in art, it just doesn't work that way. Yeah. And the other, you know, like. I, I see what you're saying because people just go in and do it and they're thinking like, oh, just write the banger and then make money on it. Where it's like, there's an art to the business of it too. There's an art to oh. the way you put yourself out there. I think marketing such an interesting and beautiful thing, like the way people yeah. do things and like the way you just display your music. Like it, it, there's so many unique ways to do it and everybody just goes down the same rabbit hole of like, oh, well, I'm going to do it this, this, and this. It's like, no, nah, there's, the world is an open book. You could- like if you're if you're an acoustic singer and you live in a big city like New York or LA where there's like Ed Sheeran's coming to town in the summer, you have Sean Mendes coming in the summer, you have Taylor Swift, like all those people are coming through, and you're a 17-year-old guy or girl 
walk around, play your guitar in the line, like in the line. Yeah. You just sing to people. Who's doing that? Right. Right. There's one thing to like busk on the street and get tips, but it's another thing to like walk up to people and introduce yourself and just like, I'm going to sing you a song, sing them 30 seconds of a song, throw them a business card or a sticker with your handle on it and on to the next. It's like, there's so many unique ways to do things that no one else is doing. And I, I feel like that's a fantastic idea, by the way. So if you if you guys are listening, that's do that. Um, but, but like, endless. it really is. And well, the, and 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 it's always, you know, like when I watch cartoons or TV shows in general, when they have like like the characters on their cell phones and texting and using apps that are popular, it always bothers me. Yeah. Because I'm like, you're dating yourself. Because in 15 years, this joke will not be funny, right? Because nobody's going to know what Vine was 30 years. No, you know what I'm saying. No, not nobody. Right? You know what I'm saying. It's yeah. not going to hit. I think there's something to be said and something that is really missed. Not like skipped over. You know what I mean? People really skip over like the simplest, classic, most straightforward ways. You know what I mean? Like, like just singing, just singing in front of somebody walking up and singing, bro. How you, that, you can't get more simple than that, bro. Exactly. Like, it's direct. It's right there. Especially Boom. if you have the voice and the talent to back it up too. Then you got exactly. it. And that's something I even, as far as when I like talk to artists about promoting videos or promoting content, especially, you know, in the rap field, if you, if you really can like spit, like if you really can rap and you're not just like more melodic or uh, like a party kind of rapper, I always tell people, I'm like, bro, put a freestyle of you rapping to a hot beat once a week. Pick pick whatever song is hot that week. Rap over the beat. Bro, people go crazy. Do it and do it. and, and, And I think, you know, something that I preach on the podcast is like, just showing up like just consistency just show up just do it even like bro like i'm learning guitar right now so that like i can use it for make when i make my own beats i don't need samples and everything i'm not good you know but i know that i'm not good and i'm okay with that but i practice every prayer like 30 minutes to an hour every single day and i know six months from now practicing for 30 minutes to an hour every single day i'm gonna be light years ahead of where i thought i was but like it's something that you just gotta you just have to push through like the shitty beginning of things and i think a lot of people when it when you don't see any progress for a month two months three months you're like it's not working i quit you know but it's like month four month five is that's when you start seeing the results it might take two years who knows it might yeah i like what you said though just show up like i don't know there's a lot of people that do things real quick and for a hot second and it's like oh well i tried and it's like sure you tried but then the next guy who wants it is also trying and they tried more they tried harder yeah showing up yeah i mean it's just taking every opportunity that's that's my favorite thing is like putting myself in like situations that I'm very uncomfortable with mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Just seeing what happens, like yeah, being very nervous of just going into a meeting or like, I like shooting a video that I just know I shouldn't be shooting. Like I've never shot this thing before. Yeah. Before I'm just like, well, 
if I don't do it, someone else will. So I'm just going to do it the best I can and figure it out. And it's Bro, like, that's... you got YouTube, you got Google, you can learn anything, anything, especially in the creative world. Everybody is sharing tips and knowledge and there, yep. and it's like, there's no specific way to do something. As long as your end product is good or great or where you want it to be, it doesn't fucking matter how you get exactly. there. Exactly. Just have a good end product because everybody's like, oh, you need to use Pro Tools or you need to use Ableton or here's use Logic. And it's like, no, no. no you could use Fruity Loops. You could use your cell phone. You could yeah. anything as long Boy. as the product is good. Exactly. And yeah, people, because people always will tell me like, bro, you need to upgrade your setting. You need, or, or my, I need a better laptop. I need better speaker. And it's like, not that it's not true. Sure. I would love to have it. And I do, but like, here's the thing. I make it sound good now. Like I make it work because I don't have time to wait around because you're right. If I don't do it, somebody else is going to do it better than me, you know, or somebody else will just do it as good as me. Because yeah. I'm not doing it. And the only reason they got better than you is just by doing it more. Keep so. going. Yeah. Yeah. No. And no. I. I. And I love that. Like, like you said, being uncomfortable or whatever. When I first started mixing, like I, I used to enjoy being like the smartest kid in class. Like, and it's not like I'm not trying to brag or whatever. Like, but school was just super easy for me. No, I never no. paid attention. You would always fucking um. What were the review my papers remember that oh yeah always, i'd have that. like essays and i'd be like yo can you help me and like got you 10 minutes yeah. like do, 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 do. you're good like, yeah huh? it went so so i like i enjoyed that right like when i was in high school it was fun but now that like like i I'm, i actually want to learn and want to grow yeah nothing makes me happier than being the dumbest person in the room Cause it's just that much more knowledge I can soak up. Yeah. Like I want to be at the bottom now. And when I first started recording, um, I, I sat in with my homie who like put me on to everything. I sat with him for like four sessions. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I just went in and my first session, I will never forget. It was like four hour session. And these pulled up. It was like four or five dudes deep. They all came through, they put their guns all on the table. They, they all had like two or three guns each. They put everything out on the table. They're smoking, they're like making plays on the phone and everything while the session is, it was just crazy. And they were like, no, you're doing it wrong. Do this, do this, do this. And I was like, I better learn. Like I better, I better learn really quick how to do this. Show up. And yeah. like, I love it though. I love it. Cause you know, like, that's the way that that's just how I learned best. That's how I learned best is like putting myself under the gun and like, all right, you better figure it out now. Like there's, you know, there's I, safety. I hundred percent agree. Like going into situations and literally, I don't want to say I don't know what I'm doing, but there's some new things that I go into or like, and it might not even be with work or it might not even be with things I do on the side for side jobs. It's just like anything like going yeah. to a situation where it's like, don't this is new to me or like going somewhere where they speak a different language and trying to like conversate and figure things out it's like this is new kind of makes me nervous don't know what i'm doing but i'm gonna do it and make it work yeah and the other thing is if you're working with someone that like obviously has experience asking them questions i feel like people don't ask questions uh, like people refrain from asking questions because they feel like they'll be dumb it's like yo i want to look stupid as fuck like answer every question 
I like, yeah. or, like they'll answer every question I have. Like I want to ask so many things. I, I'm almost borderline annoying, but it's like, yeah. you know, if you're here and you are willing to like help me out and like teach me and you, it, you enjoy it. What I'm going to ask you until you can't talk anymore type of yeah. thing. And like, I see, I feel like there's I'm a annoyed, like, well, no. Yeah. But I feel like I, and I feel the same way. Like I, I like make a conscious effort to be like, are you asking too many questions right now? Are you annoying this person right now? Cause like, yeah. it's the same way if I'm sitting with you, like, and you know a lot more about something, especially something that I'm interested in, bro. I want to know, I want to know everything, everything. Just, just talk to me, just say anything about this subject so I can soak it up. Like, yeah, for sure. And I definitely think people good. I was just going to say, because like, I've had people younger than me asking about, like asking me things now. And it's like, it makes me feel so good. And like, I was lucky enough people older than me gave me an opportunity. I have mentors and stuff. And it's like, they gave me that. Yeah. I can just do that for as many people younger than me. I feel great because I know they are at least getting advice and asking questions that they they had or they might not have known before and no one's told them before. Yeah. And I try to tell my friends and like younger people that I know that like ask questions. If you see somebody on Instagram and you think, man, they've got 15,000 followers and they're verified, you know, like they'll never respond to me, you know, cause I'll see like, um, like an engineer does something or whatever. And I'm like, how does he do that? Bro, just DM them. What's the yeah. worst thing that could happen? They don't respond. You exactly. go about your life exactly like you were. Like, <laughs> they read it. And, and, the, and the odds are, the odds are they'll answer you. And if they don't answer you, even better odds are somebody on the internet has already answered the question. You know, like when I started like learning mixing and production and stuff, like I was, it's funny, I was in the studio with this girl and she was like, I'm trying to learn how to do all this myself. I want to learn how to record myself, make my beats, da 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 da. She was like, You're real dope. How did you do it? And I was like, or she goes, how long have you been doing it? And I, I was like, I've been doing it since August. So what is that? Like seven months, eight months. So, oh, wow, that's dope. Like you're real good for like only like eight months in. How did you do it? And I was like, I, I, I sat on YouTube for yeah. four months, probably four months straight. Every day I just lived on YouTube looking up like how to make your vocals sound better, how to make your drums hit harder, how, how do I make this, how do I, you know what I'm saying? Anything, any question, and somebody has it's all a there. video for it, or There's somebody will give you the answer for free. Multiple videos, like yeah, you can see how to do it four different ways and then pick the best way, or take all of the ways and make it your own way. Exactly. It's, it's so sweet, especially like people going into like film and like video and photography. I'm just like, don't don't waste your time like unless you're trying to be like a, a a playwright or a what the hell are they calling whoever writes movies director screenplay writer screenwriter yeah i'm not that into movies so i don't know but like yeah if you're going for that okay that's different you still don't need it but like if you just need to know how to operate a camera and understand different types of shots and you want to study film you can watch movies you can watch people movie critics you can watch people yeah talking notes over movies like it's all online you can build your own critiques you can build your own style you can take styles from other things it's all online they'll teach you yeah. how to work a camera from 
step one to like the most deep down setting up different colored logs or whatever and different frame or everything it's yeah. just there it's just how much time I, you put in and it's so crazy because like you know well one because of that i really feel like unless you're going to school for math or sciences there's no point to go to college unless it's a trade school or math or sciences you Which know funny you say that because i feel like being a plumber in the next 10 to 20 years you're Bro. making so much money Bro. a plumber a roofer carpenter trim hvac hvac literally like anything bro people people don't know how to take care of themselves or physical things anymore and people and it's it's you know what i was watching this one podcast and um you know like a snippet of a podcast and they were interviewing this guy and he was saying that like women are saying that they you know like when women are looking for a husband now this isn't like you know uh uh women that you want to marry but like when you ask women out there they're saying like i need a man that makes 70k a year i need a man that does this and drives this kind of car or whatever and when they ask these girls like um now say if he was a plumber would you date him or would you go no it's even like, though a plumber it 120 a year way more yeah they're gonna say no because it's the type of job and it's i really think that people like bro people just dirty work anymore is disgusting to people bro i love dirty work nothing makes me happier then when you came, come home and you're just like, yo, you're grimy, you're nasty, you take a shower and you grab a cold beer or yeah. whatever it is, bro. It's the best feeling in the whole world. Dude, I did concrete work junior year of high school up until probably like I remember four that four years. And it was I like, remember that. I would work all summer and just get paid fair amount for being 17, 18 years old. Yeah. Like I ended up being the foreman of the crew because I was the only guy that wasn't on drugs or wasn't fucking off every day. Yeah. Like I showed up on time. I did my work. I made enough money. Obviously, I was in high school. I was still at my parents' house or I was in college. So I was living at school, whatever. So I didn't have like a bunch of fucking payments and shit. But I was making enough money throughout the summer to have play money throughout the whole year. Mm -hmm. Just like, especially even in college, it was nice drinking going out with buddies going on trips and stuff like it paid me well enough to do all that and it's like i put in the hard work it fucking paid off i couldn't even imagine how much i'd be making now if i was still doing concrete i'd be running i'd i would have probably started my own business like i don't know but like there's so yeah. much money there and there's so little people doing it and it's just like it's only going to get higher and higher and then the other thing is like a lot of people are getting into real estate it's genius mm. but all these real estate owners own anywhere from two to 500 houses you find a guy that owns 60 houses in your area and you just say i'll do the plumbing for all of them just contract me for all of them you have steady income every month yeah that's your that could be your only job and then you take one-off jobs and you're making an extra 400 bucks a weekend it's like dude that's a pretty good gig yeah that's not much on it like like i've been working on a lot is trying to get myself like getting my side hustles to supplement my, all of my payments for the month mm -hmm. so that my main money is now just like straight into the savings like straight into everything and february is the first month where i hit i took care of like all of my payments everything i needed to pay was taken care of strictly off working in the studio that's like awesome. 
Congrats, man. That's- Bro, and thank you. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm so happy. Like, um, and it's crazy, like, you know, just showing up, sticking with it, you know, everything like that. Bro, when we first started, like when I first started making music, when we were recording it, like at your dorm room in Point Park, like recording on Garage Band or whatever, and it was absolute just, I was horrible. Just YouTube. Um, just, yeah, YouTube beats and everything. And like, but just, it just is so crazy, like seeing that and like, you know, everybody that I was friends with that was making music at the time, not everybody, obviously, because you're still doing it. Steve is still doing it. Dylan's still doing it. But like, as far as like on not our circle, like my rap circle, like just everybody I was rapping with at the time, everybody that was so serious, we're going to do this. We're going to make, you know what I'm saying? We're going to go big. Every single one of them, except that I can think of one quit every single one of them. And like the one homie, he, does drywall now the other one just builds houses in general the other one lays concrete you know like all all again all amazing jobs they got a wife and a kid now they're all doing great and everything like you know for the most part at least like high school you know kind of homies or whatever which is good for them you know um but like it's not easy music at all it's i can't i couldn't imagine another i just when at first, when I, when this hit me and it was like, bro, I could do this. There's no boss. Nobody's going to tell you when to clock in. You make the hours. People report to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, or yeah. I was just even having the freedom to do it. And like, st- like I couldn't see anything else and sticking with it. And now seeing how things pay off. It's just like, I don't know. You just got to trust the process. Yeah. And you just got to actually want it. Cause like, this is, everybody wants it to some extent but no matter what it is but there's a lot of people that want to be artists and it's like it there's i just remember there's i forget who told me it might have been like one of my coaches or something he's like there's always someone working harder than you so it's like well okay well just gotta keep working i don't know just yeah just keep doing things and i think we were lucky growing up with like the crew we did is like such diverse music like it there was metal there was rap there was punk there was indie rock there was acoustic there was electric it was like literally every type of that's another thing i feel like a lot of artists just underestimate is like your local music scene and being diverse in it like i would go like i would play in metal shows then i would go with you and i'd do rap shows like i would play type of i would do play punk shows i played indie shows like acoustic i've done it all and i think that just helped me make more connections make more friends diversify my music taste and my interests and just help me understand especially when it comes to marketing different avenues to do because some things metal bands do could work really well with an acoustic artist marketing like all these little things that i just picked up on along the way and it's like i just see i don't know like nowadays everybody's music taste is a lot more diverse because of the internet right i don't know back in high school everybody was like because i was even kind of like it when i played in the metal band i was like metal that's all i fucking listen to that's all i do and then like towards my senior year of high school i was like what am i fucking doing like i was playing an orchestra and i finally was like no this shit's really cool and i did chorus i was like this is also fucking really cool and the metal band i fucking love that too like that's always a passion of mine it was really it was just fun doing all that and it just kind of all came together like why am i being so closed-minded like i am obsessed with musicals i love ballets i got into watching ballet just because of the music because of film right. specifically 
and it's like all music is good it's just like how you interpret it. i i mean i could say that it's kind of just my opinion but at the end of the day like metal music is just blues music rap music is just kind of blues and jazz with some drum beats kind of built up behind it, it all comes right from the roots of things but like all music has basically the same instruments just arranged in a different pattern right and the songs they're all just kind of stories rearranged in different wordings there's i don't yeah. know i just think being being open to every type of music is it's allowed me and i think it makes me a better person not not saying i'm better than anybody but for me personally i feel like i'm i enjoy more things in life and just i'm better for yeah. myself because i can enjoy all different types of music which opens me up to different cultures and different things where it's just like this is so sick there's so much to like about things so much to love about things and it's not only with music but it's with food it's with different types of books and movie i don't really watch movies but like different things just opening up and like enjoying them for what they are instead of trying right. to criticize and say oh i could have did it better or, like this person's better at it it's like right yeah, maybe they are but this person has their own look on it and this person did it their own way and that's cool in itself like they did something that i can't do that's fucking sick and i appreciate it i just yeah i definitely it. think um i just went on sorry about that no 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 bro that's what no we're just we're just chilling bro it's all right um uh no, I think, I think keeping that open mind is like, cause now like it, when I'm listening for like, so I don't like, I, I try not to use splice, you know, for my loop beats or anything like that. But like when you make a shitload of loops or a lot of beats, it's like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm just going to splice some, some yeah, samples. But great shit. They really, they do. really do. Some of the top and songs I don't, splice clips in them. What'd you say? Some of the top songs out there, billboard charting songs, a lot of yeah. them splice. A, a, a ton of them have splice clips. Um, so, I, and I, I don't think, I don't like when people say that it's cheating. It's just like, bro, it's not, it's only cheating if you don't actually know how to make a beat and you just took a splice clip and then a hi-hat loop and then a bottom loop if you're and holding, threw that shit on there. Splice loops and, I mean, it is what it is. But if you make a hit song with it at but the it, end of the day. Well, yes. It's a little different. I don't know. But I get, I get what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Um, where was I even going with all of this? You kind of use splice here and there. Splice here and there, yeah, try not to. I don't even know. Do. Oh, 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 when I'm looking for loops on, like, YouTube or whatever, you know, or looking for samples, like, songs that I could use as samples, you know, nothing gets me more excited than, like, bro, like, waking up at 6 a.m., I'll do my stretches, or whatever, just like, well, so I don't know if I told you I got a herniated disc. I went to the doctor and they, I got a herniated disc. I got to go get an MRI and everything. Oh, you've been doing yoga? There. What? Is that why you've been doing yoga? Yeah, yeah. Is that helping? It's what my physical therapist has like been telling me to do or whatever. And I, but I've been doing yoga every day. So it's like, it helps, but it's not going to cure the problem. I yeah. already know. So, you know, it is what it is. I just do it because it helps me get through the day and, if I'm sitting in the studio, bro, like I can't sit. If I sit more than two hours, I got to stand up and like lean against the wall or like touch my toes for like a minute. It's it's bad. I sit on this couch or at my desk. It's like I, I'm going crazy. Like normally I get to be out and around traveling to different cities and doing shit. But since I'm like trapped in here, I literally sit on my couch all day or I'm in my desk. And it's like I have to get out, but it's been so shitty. And I live in the middle of the woods. Yeah. So like, 
I don't want to walk through the fucking snow. It's been hard. Well, what's crazy is, so I've been just like, well, wait, what was I going to say? What I was going to say is as far as appreciating everything, like when I listen for samples, nothing gets me more excited than up early in the morning and listening to like, I'll just type in like um, Russian psychedelic rock. And you just like go through that or you, or you go like, I, I love like Italian music from like the forties and fifties and um, just whatever, just like different stuff like that. I love listening to it, but yeah. Um, there's elements like, what of were you all just of saying? You just There's elements of all of that that just like, there's little things that like, oh, the way they're picking this guitar and the way they do that, like that could fit really well with this style beat or like these, right. these this, this snare drum pattern or however. Or even just appreciating it for what it is, like appreciating that like, okay, this song is ridiculously slow. Even when I find it and I'm like, I can't sample it. You know, it just doesn't, it's not a good song for a sample, but like listening to what other people do and other people create, man, it like, it puts you in a whole different headspace. I think that is super helpful, you know? Yeah. And that that's back to the point of like, just us growing up with like a cool friend group that literally was like every, all friends were into different shit. And it's like very thankful for that. Yeah. And it's like, it is beautiful. Cause it's like, what do we have now? Like, okay. We got a heavy metal artist. We got a uh, 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 music manager. We got uh, a model. We got uh, electronic slash whatever, you know, Steve production artist. Steve, Steve production we, songwriter. Yeah. Like Jerry doing country. I'm doing rap and rap. We, we got Dylan. I mean, every, like, like everything. Insane shit. Yeah. Dylan and Dylan's a phenomenal jazz Dylan, artist. Yeah. So good. Um, yeah. It's just so cool to see all these different people doing these different things. And then like, yeah meeting people along the way that like, I've met people across the world that are just doing such cool shit. Like I work with this one artist in Australia who's like this vibey, not bedroom pop, but like indie, just rock pop style. That's just like a super, just modern vibe. Like Maya in London, she fucking rips a guitar and she's like, she wears like girly girl dresses and like, is just like a girly girl but then when she plays guitar it's like not your stereotypical thing and it's like she i admire her a lot in the way she plays guitar and is a role model in a way for younger girls that are like they want to wear dresses they want to be all that type of girl and still play guitar and i'm not saying that like there you have to be a certain type of girl but i know a lot of girls get made fun of like uh, she gets made fun of a lot or people talk shit on her and say really sexist shit because it's like oh you don't know yeah oh yeah they're like oh why don't you put your guitar down and get a boyfriend and she's just like fuck you like and i'm like yes this is awesome go maya support you but it's just so cool meeting these different people doing different things and like yeah they all inspire me to just do more yeah and that that was one of my goals for 2021 that i wrote like I really like wrote my goals this year and broke them down into um, you take it like, macro, like the steps, you make it micro, right? How am I going to get like, cause, cause it's, you know, you see how many people do you know that write uh, get a Lamborghini is my goal for the year. Okay. How are you going to get $250,000? The real question is not, how are you going to get a Lamborghini? How are you going to get $250,000? That's how you got to get it. <laughs> 
plus insurance, plus the, the what do they call it? A luxury tax, which is like yeah. 50% or something outrageous. But with that, so it's like, okay, one of my goals this year was to find four new artists that I could really help like develop. You know what I mean? That like, I want to do something that the artist is like, I want to do something and I need, you know, just like whatever. And, um, you know, like I just, I started working with this, actually this girl yesterday, I think the session was yesterday or two days ago, I forget, but um, bro, phenomenal. Like great singer, R&B over like trap-esque kind of beats. And um yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, people throw a lot of shit because she's a lesbian and, uh, you know, people have their comments or whatever they have to say, but it's just like, she makes fire ass music. Like, exactly. It's know? like, and that's, it's a great model, role model for other younger women that want to do that same thing. It's like, she's doing it and like, she shouldn't have to take shit for it, but there's always going to be shit. And you can't right. do that. You can't be like, oh, well, no, she shouldn't be made fun of. And like, she shouldn't. But either way, whoever is doing what, like, you're going to, there's going to be shit. You're going to be made fun of. You're not going to have a yeah. good time some days. And you, it, it's really cool to see people overcoming that and being role models for other people. Hell yeah. And that's something I, I and I know, like, because I don't want to be like, um, I don't want to be like a dick about it. Like I want to be a role model for people, but at the same time, like when, you know, people like people come in and be like, bro, I want to, I want to learn how to do this. So obviously like, bro, like you want to learn how to be an engineer. Sure. All right. You know? Yeah. Oh, screen recording stopped has stopped due to fail to activate phone. Oh, my dad's calling. Oh, you know what? <laughs> Edit that out. Yeah, I'm gonna have to decline that call. Hang on, bro. I gotta throw the thing up now and <laughs> you're good. I'm sorry. Oh fuck it. You're recording. Just you'll just have to send me the recording and I'll edit it out or whatever. I have no idea. I literally have absolutely no idea what we were talking about. God damn. Recording. Recording. Don't matter. Oh. It don't matter. Here we go. No, you're just, All right, listen. Like, you, you don't want to be a fucking, you don't want to be like, oh, I want to be a role model. But oh, yeah. My thing is like, I look at it the same way. It's like, I, I, I don't strive to be a mentor or any of this. It's just like, if I can help someone get to where they want to be, I will, I'm here to help you. Ask me all the questions in the world and as much time as I have, I will give. And it's yeah. like, it's it, who knows one day I could be working for them or they could be working for me either way. One day they could be the best at what they're doing. Yeah. I help them get there. That's great because that's a good friend and a good connection I've made. Right. I, and, and I, I think I saw it. I think it was young thug. I was watching something young thug said like, um, I don't know what he said. It was somebody was like, there's enough money to go around. And I think that like people really don't understand like how, and, and it's not even necessarily about money, you know, in the sense of like millions of dollars, but it's just like being able to survive off of your passion, off of music, I think. And again, especially in the rap field, it's so funny because like my dream is to branch out into like the pop field, into the uh, R&B field, 
you know, and I've been doing more R&B, but it's, it's still, you know, in Pittsburgh, it's a very small percentage of people that are doing R&B yeah. and, and good and taking it serious, you know? Exactly. Um, but that's my dream is to work with like pop and R&B artists. I just, that sound is just so dope to me. Yeah. Um, that's the, I, I also, I don't hate, I don't say I hate a lot, but it's like, I, there's, when people tell me they don't like pop music, I'm just like, do you just not like pop music because the persona around it? Or do you just not like the music? Cause like there is well, I feel like it, the art, if you say you don't a good, if you don't like good or good. I was just saying the art and making a good pop song is very hard. Like making a fucking billboard hit pop song is very hard. It's not very easy. difficult. There's probably anywhere from five to 10 writers on each one of those songs, which is like, right. that's when it gets, there's a bunch of shit there, but like, it's not and, just like you write it and it's a hit. Like, there's well, that's the thing. I think, I think a lot of people forget that and they're like, oh, and it's like, listen, listen, there's five to 10 people that have spent their whole life learning how to do this writing once. Now, I get, I get that back in the day, Led Zeppelin, Queen, name any rock band or whatever they wrote it and they did everything themselves i and then though, there was still like the beatles they the the fifth beetle there was a guy that wrote all their music with them it's like he's not really spoken about but guess what he made a lot of fucking money wait a minute there's not somebody that wrote all of the songs with the beatles not all of it but there's a fifth guy who helped write a lot of their music really yep who Google that shit because I never heard it. I never heard of somebody that because I know Paul and, and John wrote like pretty much everything. Who's the fifth Beatle? Beatle. George. What's his name? George Martin. What's his name? Something Martin. Where is it? can't spell George Martin yeah he was their manager though an English record producer arranger composer conductor audio engineer and musician referred to as okay. the Beatle in reference to his existence in 1956 he produced the well-known children's song why am I reading that? Okay. Well, all right. Yeah, he helped them in a lot of sessions and done a lot of things, but it's it's gone gone on forever. Yeah. Um, at the end of the and day, think... like, pop music is like, especially nowadays, like Dua Lipa's future nostalgia album. I think that's genius. Yeah. All all of it. Like the guy who who did production on that, like in like rap and pop all music is getting back to like a full live band like there's guitars there's drums there's bass on stage yes. all shows and i think that's so fucking sick i absolutely love it man because like i'm gonna be honest with you i was actually just thinking about it the other day it's like rap is like the one genre of show that i never really care to go see who cares yeah. rap shows suck unless they got a live band yeah exactly it makes it so much more fun i saw i did see tde um yes i saw them at or the outdoor stage AE, yeah in like 2013 or 2014 maybe. Uh, i just saw them i just saw them like two years ago they came and they played what's the outdoor place the big one 
Stage AE. Oh no, no. Burgettstown. The Burgettstown. Yeah. What whatever the pavilion's called. Starlight. Right? It used to be Starlight. Yeah. Yeah. Um. No, they I killed. Saw, it. They did a good job. I saw them. It was uh, Absol, J Rock, Kendrick Lamar, Schoolboy, Schoolboy. Q, and um. Is there one more? Absol. No, that was probably it at the time. I think that was it. Yeah, it was really Maybe good. Maybe Isaiah Rashad or something. I'm not sure. But it was really good. But it was the same thing as like it was a rap show. There wasn't a live band or anything. But yeah. still, they're, they're a pretty entertaining crew. The only other thing with rap, I'm I don't mean to pick sides here, but the fans at rap shows are nothing like the fans at a metal show. Like no. thinks metal is no. like, oh, they're so aggressive. It's like, yeah, people are moshing and shit, but like they're the the metal fans are the nicest people I've ever met in a music setting. Nice. It's just about any genre. When you go to a rap show and everybody just cares about themselves and getting to the front. Well, that's the thing. And, and, you know, I, I don't know what it is. Like, rap music, okay, you feel successful. You feel like a badass. You feel like nobody can touch you when you're listening to rap, right? Yeah. I don't know why it translates in, like, a bad way to the shows. Like, when you go to a rap show, like, like okay, I have been to way more metal shows than I have been to rap shows. And I've been to a lot of rap shows, but I've been to, we just, I mean, we knew too, so many people in metal bands. Dude, yeah. All that, and then it was just, shows. the amount of shows was insane. And every single one, first off, the fans are more wild. They'll do more crazy stuff to get hyped up. And in rap, literally, all, rap, it was always this. You stand there with my arm, impress me. Go ahead and impress yeah. me. Because I'm the coolest in the room. And until, like, and that was the thing is like, when if you're, you're a fan and you're still sitting there with the attitude of like i'm the coolest but like when metal fans come they're there to have they're there to turn up they came to have a good time like a good time hang out with their friends talk with other people with like-minded interests like yeah music they love like and have a good time. rap feels very rival rival rivalrious yeah. i don't know what the word is there but feels like a rivalry between like the fans and stuff like to try to get now that that show we played at boom years and years ago lit. yeah that was that was lit but like the majority of shows people just want to stand there yeah yeah and like kind of like look down on you it's a tricky one yeah i'm not sure why that is though but i don't know whatever but listen i go we go wrap it up here because we're coming up on nine but um Yo, thank you so much for, for coming through, doing the interview. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's good to chat. Yeah. This. It's, it's been a while. And obviously, hopefully we can get a beer soon. Yeah, hell yeah. The outside opens up and we can get back to normal things. But yeah. other than that, it's been good. I appreciate it. Word. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate you coming. Rock and roll, Peace. baby. All right. Peace. Bye. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. This has been episode whatever of Smiles, Smiles. It's me, Smiles. It's Ryan McMahon. It's Birdhouse. Shout out to you guys. Boom.